The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Friends in Recovery Podcast, the podcast that is here to help you, a loved one, or a friend get started down the road to recovery. This is the Friends in Recovery Podcast, brought to you by the Genesis House. Genesis House, providing a safe, nurturing environment to heal from addiction since 1992. Please be a friend and share our message with a friend on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or YouTube. And now, here are your friends in recovery. Hey, welcome everybody to Friends in Recovery Podcast. We're broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, which is a, uh, a mecca and just a wonderful place to be. Um, every Tuesday we're here, and I got to say, this is... Uh, Never gets old. Never no. gets old. No. It's you know? awesome. And uh, we are your friends in recovery. Come get sober with us. We can be reached at help friends at friends in recovery podcast.com. You can call us at our 800 number, which is 1 800 989 6504, or friends in recovery podcast.com. Also look for us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to like us and subscribe. We would like to, excuse me, thank. Take this moment to thank Genesis House for sponsoring Friends and Recovery Podcast. And honestly, yeah. we're doing this five months. The numbers are uh, through the roof. Yes, sir. Especially the last couple of weeks without, without Eddie being here. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe that's a sign. We really appreciate all the uh, all the listeners. <laughs> yep. And, uh, no, we're doing really well. And uh, thanks to Ed. But really, th- th- I want to thank uh, Genesis for yeah. sponsoring this because uh, great place. Great place to get sober. Great place to f- find it place to put your life back together that's it genesis house and uh now back to studio 21 podcast cafe and our show and uh, i'm mike miles also known as the pod father um self-named of course and uh, eddie <laughs> wants me to say it and i have my good friend here rich lombardi who is the step guy st- today's tuesday today's tuesday oh. second tuesday of the month five months it seems like uh geez time goes by fast when you're having fun Certainly right mike does sure it does and uh yeah. what, what step are we doing today Rich? we're doing uh step five today um tell me and, all about uh, it yeah it's uh, i just want to congratulate everybody who's uh, been listening and uh, been celebrating with us and uh you know practicing the steps of recovery sure and uh so uh, we've gone through the first four steps we've written everything down we're uh you know we're in the working process and uh, now it's time to admit to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Right. And I know this can be very scary sometimes. We were talking about it earlier before the show. Sure. That, um, you know, this can be scary. But uh, it's not as scary as we think. Right. You know, and uh, the sooner we uh, get this stuff out, uh, the sooner the better. So what are we going to do? We're going to admit, right? Every dark cranny of the past. Oh, holy cow, That's right? scary. Yeah. Can be. But, but. What happens when we do that? What happens? We we overcome. Right. We overcome. That's set our, ourselves free. Yeah, we set ourselves free from the cranny, from the old dark past. Right. That's right. What do they say? It was only as sick as our secrets. That's right. And so That's we right. want to start getting some of these secrets out, and we're gonna we want to find someone, uh, maybe a spiritual advisor, right. a sponsor, someone that uh, we can trust, and uh, we're gonna withhold nothing. Right. We're gonna. This is the time. Right. And I think it's important to stay, too. You know, when people first come into the program, you know, it takes a while. It takes a while to get your, 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 your mental faculties back. You know, you've got a lot of loose nuts and bolts up, up in the head. But most importantly, before you jump into the steps, you should get a foundation and, and you know, get some sobriety. And, and then when you start doing, especially steps four and five, 
you know, uh, step five is such an important step because it's cathartic. It's cathartic. It's cathartic. Exactly. You're confessing all your all your bad things that you've done. You want you want to feel better about yourself. So you should find somebody that one is trustworthy. Mm. You know, if you speak to a spiritual advisor, that 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 they're sworn by basically by law, you know, and, and yeah. by ethics that they can't they can't tell you secrets. What do you think? What's well, you also want to be careful. Uh, you know, your sponsor, you don't want to be telling him things that um, he could be uh, called into court for. Right, good point. You know, so uh, those type of things, you want right. to talk to someone, a lawyer right. or uh, a, a doctor or a priest, someone who is bound right. by the state and by the law right. that they, they, don't have to, uh, they don't have to share that yeah. type of information. Right. But, you know, it's funny. I, when I was thinking about this today and I was thinking about early in recovery, uh, I remember I was in treatment. Right. And um, I remember I met a young man who had uh, completed five years of sobriety. And uh, he, I went up to him after the meeting and uh, I, asked him, I, I asked him, how did he do that? <laughs> right. And uh, because I was in treatment. I was in right. a locked ward. Right, right. You know, if you've ever been in a locked ward, uh, you, you're probably an alcoholic. Right, right. Regular <laughs> folks don't end up in locked right. wards, as we know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I went up to him and he made a couple of suggestions. And uh, I took those suggestions and... I had my first spiritual experience a couple of days later. Right. I didn't know that what that was, right. but basically I met a counselor. And for the first time in my life I told that counselor the truth. Right. I told her some of these um I told her some of these uh, nooks and crannies of the past. Mm -hmm. So I did my first fourth and fifth step with this counselor, unbeknownst to even myself. Right, right. And what happened when I did this was I got a tremendous sense of relief. Sure. For the first time in my life, I had right. actually started telling the truth. Because right. up to that point, you know, I was lying. Right. You know, I was lying to myself. I was lying to everybody else. And really, this is what's going to happen. We're going to start to... Um, explain the exact nature of our wrongs, right? The true reasons why we drank, right? And, uh, and the twist in our character. And we're going to start talking about a little self-pity and dishonesty and self-seeking motives, that type of stuff. Sure. And so I was sharing this stuff. And when I did that, after I was completed that, I got a tremendous sense of relief. Sure. And that's the experience I had later on sure. when I officially went through sure. them. Now I was a little more comfortable right. uh, because I had some time under my belt and I was doing this deal and practicing and uh, so the next time I had to really like put it all out there uh, I was a, I was a little bit ready sure. um, and you know in early early recovery we also discover that you know we we've been living a, a big lie we've been living in mm -hmm. denial you know we've lied to keep our addiction going we've lied about money we've spent where we've been what we're doing you know basically you lie every day yeah, you know we, and you're yeah. lying to yourself you're telling yourself it's not that bad I, I'm not that bad mm. I'm spending 300 bucks a day on drugs, but I'm not that bad. I'm going to quit tomorrow. It's not me. It's people, places, things making yeah, me do this. Exactly. You know, and and to be set free. A friend of mine, Mickey O'Keefe, he uh, was a retired low police officer. He won't mind me breaking his in anonymity. I hope. <laughs> Been sober a long time, but Mickey always said, um, the, "The truth will set you free." Yeah. And, you know, and, and he'd shout so that true. all the time. And you know, he was right. The, it, 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 what a great, you know, in, in the big book talks about we're going to know a new freedom. Mm. And, you know, you know, we don't want to shut the door on our past. You know, we're, we're not proud of it, but we don't want to shut the door on it because our past is why we're, we're at presently. You exactly. Know? And uh, like I said, we lied to others. We lied to ourselves for years about who we were and what we did. Right. You know, uh, by the time I came to the program, I, wa I had an alias. <laughs> you know what I mean? I used yeah. a fake name, yeah, yeah. you know, because I didn't want anybody to know what I was doing, sure. where I was coming from. Sure. Uh, I didn't want to get caught, <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> you know, uh, and um, and so um, 
you start to believe the hype. Right. You know, you, you lie so much yep. that eventually you start to believe the That's lies. Right. And, right. Um, you know, about your addiction, just like you said, and about everything else in your life, too. Um, and then it's time to turn and speak straight and true perspective to another person. Sure. Right. And so now we sit down, we, we, we talk truth, we, we get our truth out there. And then once we get our truth out there, it's a lot easier to talk about your truth. You know, now I go to meetings, I, I, I can share my experience, my strength and my hope sure. with other folks. Sure. I'm not ashamed anymore. Right. You know, this took away a lot of the shame, the guilt, the remorse that I had about things that I had done. And when I was done speaking with my spiritual advisor, my counselor uh, and my uh, sponsor, uh, I got a tremendous sense of relief. And then uh, they were able to tell me that um, I wasn't that bad. Right. You, know? you know, I look back, um, I had an alcohol and drug problem in I got sober in 1986, but, you know, I work with a lot of courageous and, and, and um, gifted police officers that mm. were, they were fighting the war on crime. Yeah. I mean, the war on drugs. Yeah. And, the, you know, the, the, there was a lot of crime involved. There was a lot of guns and bad things happening. You know, and I don't think they were too happy. Um, a lot of them weren't too happy knowing that I had a problem with drugs. But, you know, some of them stood by me. Some of them turned their backs on me. But, and I understood. I never, I never held any grudges. Mm. But I could understand it. But it wasn't easy to get up and talk about a drug addiction as a young cop, 32 years old. You know, even in the halls, I had trouble doing that. But as time went on, I realized I was more accepted in the halls. People understood it. And speaking about it, the cathartic you know, um, reverence, the cathartic, you know, grace I got. I'd feel so good about myself. Not that I was patting myself on the back. I just felt good getting it up. Yeah, getting exactly, it up, you know exactly. Because I mean? now, once you, like you say, once you get the secrets out, they no longer have a hold on you anymore. Correct. And, um, and then another thing I wrote down here says, we share our thoughts, our actions, and our motives in our lives that have worked and have not worked to make us happy, joyous, and free. So right. we're going to get that stuff out there so we can, uh, so, to God, the God of our understanding, right? A lot of people have difficulty yeah. with God. If yeah. that's the case, no yeah. problem. Just, yeah, no believe, just believe that we believe and so believe that I do. believe. So and um, good, there's good in all of us and even the worst of us, you know? Absolutely. And it, what, happens, what happened was once I did this and I shared this with my higher power, uh, I felt a greater connection. Absolutely. It's just like in relationships Absolutely. every day, right? The more honest you are in relationships, the more open you are in Absolutely. relationship, the better the relationship. Absolutely. Right? But once I start to lie mm -hmm. or that mm -hmm. type of stuff, then it puts a little divide right. in the relationship. Right. That's right. And that's what happened with me and my higher power, you know? Once I started lying and once I had the guilt, the shame, and the remorse, it it got in the way of my relationship right. with my higher power. Right. So now what this does for me is it opens up that Absolutely. door. And, you know, you know, even again, back to early recovery, you know, I, I had nothing. I had, I, I had, I didn't have a job. I was fighting to keep my job. So I wasn't working. I had an old beat up car that wasn't registered, wasn't insured, but I still <laughs> drove it because I need to get around. Yeah. Um, I, I had very little money. Uh, luckily, I lived in an apartment that was dirt cheap. But you know what? All of a sudden, I started being happy about me. Mm. I had nothing. When I tell mm. you I had nothing, I had nothing. Yeah. But I had me, and I, 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 I just loved it. I loved being able to go to bed at night, sleep without any worries about who's gonna, who am I going to have to lie to tomorrow? How am I going to get more money tomorrow? How am I going to do this? I just get up in the morning. I had, yeah. a, I, had a, I had a baked bean jar, yeah. and it had change in it, <laughs> and, and I'd put all my money in it, you know, and I'd go yeah. through it, and 
Back then, I smoked cigarettes. I'd get enough for cigarettes and a coffee, and then I'd put it away. And, yeah. You know, but I was the happiest cat in the yeah, world. Yeah, it frees you, know? you up. Yeah, you know, you was, get so free, you know. Right, right, you get so free because right. you really don't have to. Had that attitude of gratitude. Rich, yeah, you know I mean? yeah, exactly. Yeah. You are a grateful heart will yeah. never drink, right? That's, That's right. That's right. Excuse me. That's what I heard early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Now, we're going to share this with God and then with ourselves. Right. And so with ourselves, what does that mean? Well, Obviously, while I'm out there using and I'm lying and I'm in denial about my addiction, and there's an acronym for denial. It's called Don't Even Know I'm Lying. Right, right, right. <laughs> right? A lot and of then, acronyms in AA. Yeah, and then yeah, we discover yeah. what's right for us. Right. Right? So now I share this with my higher power. I share it with myself, right. which breaks that denial. Now I'm being honest with myself, right? And I'm honest right, with other right, people. Right. And then ultimately, I'm going to share this with a closed mouth understanding friend right. or sponsor or right. some person that um, uh, will, doesn't matter whether they understand or not. Maybe doesn't they matter. do, maybe they That's don't. Right. Right. But uh, I know, uh, you know, in my in my um, religion of growing up, you know, they called it confession. Right. You know, and uh, in. When I before I stopped doing business with God, um, I I did a lot of that. Right. You know, I would do that kind of on the regular right. basis, right. and I always felt better when I came out of right. there. When I talked to someone, right. I always felt right. a little bit better. Like I'm getting it out there. Right. right. You know, someone right. knows, and then you know, I would do what they would ask me to do. Right. Right. And then, uh, yeah, and then I could go about my life again. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, and not that I didn't stop doing what I was doing. Right. But. For a short period of time, I felt good about myself yeah. again. You know what I mean? Well, I can honestly say this. I'm laughing because I'd go to, con <laughs> I'd go to confession, and I'd only tell them the, the, the mild sin. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I kept the big ones, you know? And it was like 21 skidoo. I'd go in, hey, yeah. bless me, Father. I, sin, <laughs> and I, I swore at my mother. I did this, yeah, and yeah, I'd yeah. be out the door, yeah, yeah. and I'd do my penance, and I'd be out, and I'd feel, oh, I feel so much better. But I never told them the complete story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't no, until no. I actually got into AA and got yeah. into the steps that I confessed at all. It was like yeah. a balloon. And I let all the air out, yeah. and it was just flat. There was nothing left. And I got to tell you, I swear to you, I, I would feel like I was high. I'd feel yeah, better than you high. feel like a million bucks. Oh, it was awesome. Like I said early on, when I met that counselor and I did this with that counselor, unbeknownst what this was, right. when I left that office, I felt like a million dollars. <laughs> I, I was like, holy cow. Yeah. You know, like, I can tell the truth again. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. uh, I didn't think I could tell the truth sure, anymore. Sure. Well, like and you say right here, with courage, we tell the truth about who we are. Mm. Then with trust, we listen to the response. Yeah, exactly. Right. And our lonely existence of shame is replaced by humility and self-acceptance. Yeah. And boy, I'll tell you. You know the old saying, Jung, the, uh, Jung, J-U-N-G, the uh, yeah. famous. Dr. Phone. Jung. Yeah. Yeah, Jung yeah, yeah, yeah. Says, you know, you can't love anyone until you love yourself. And you can't love yourself when you're an addict, when you're an alcoholic, because you're just not happy. Yeah, it's, but it's when you tough start, when you're full when you of start, guilt and shame. That's right. And remorse. When you start getting recovery, you know what? Self-acceptance. You accept who you are. Right. And all of a sudden, it. I think this program is a miracle. This is my oh, opinion. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, There's no question. There's no uh, getting this around This was created it. by a, by a, a power right. greater than ourselves. Yeah, There's no Whatever question. Whatever that power is, God yeah, bless yeah, anyone well, who doesn't you know, want to believe in God. That's fine, but, yeah. And... Um, and it's, uh, you know, and, and as we go to, you know, step one, two, and three, eventually when we make that decision to turn our will and our life right. over to the care of God as we understand him, that starts to open the door to this also. Absolutely. And then we do step one, we write everything down. The reason we write everything down and do an inventory is so we can actually see it. Right. Because sometimes we'll be delusional and we won't see it. And now at least we have that. Sure. Then we can talk to the other human being about our defects of right. character right. and all these other things. And then ultimately what happens is that you end the isolation from your fellows and from yourself sure, sure. 
you know, and then they start to feel good about yourself, and uh, you realize that the truth does set you free. Well, it does. And, it sure um, does. And, and uh, this is an ongoing process. Right. So we do it, you know, we do it, and then we work on it on the regular. Right. right. As we get through the other steps and we start making amends and we get rid of some resentments and these type of things, which we're going to talk about, sure. you know, as we go forward. Yep. But, um, and then as we're doing 10, 11, and 12, um, you know, we try to nip this in the butt uh, right away. Right. So we don't build up any new new stuff. Okay. Well, it's Sullivan, our producer, is giving me the high side. So okay. We're ready to take a break. And uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Friends of Recovery podcast. Live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe with the famous Mr. Ed Sullivan and Sean, the greatest coffee maker ever. Oh, yeah. Right? Thank you, Sean. I was going to call him a conquistador, but he's really a brewmaster. Yeah, yeah. What do they call that? Jeez, uh, I forget. <laughs> you don't go to Starbucks either. Sean the barista. Oh, a barista. barista. There you go. Put that hammer down and check out the Don't Do It Yourself podcast. The Don't Do It Yourself podcast is a weekly podcast where Tommy Two Shoes and No Nonsense Nance sit down with a different specialist every week. If you're tired of unvetted and uninsured contractors charging too much money for not enough quality, you need to check out the Don't Do It Yourself podcast, the contractor's referral program. The Don't Do It Yourself podcast is live on YouTube every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. or on demand on iTunes, Podbean, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast catcher. Put that hammer down and don't do it yourself. Genesis House is a premier substance abuse and rehabilitation facility located in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. We have been providing the highest quality of addiction treatment since 1992 and are accredited by the Joint Commission. We offer a range of programs that include detox, residential treatment, dual diagnosis, a Christian track for people who want to incorporate their faith into treatment, a uniform services track, and we work with most major insurance carriers. Genesis House is led by a dedicated team of administrative and clinical professionals, and we stand on our commitment to excellence in recovery services. Contact us today to find out more about our program. Take the first step and call Genesis House at 800-737-0933 or visit us on the web at www.genesishouse.net. That's 800-737-0933 or www.genesishouse.net. Begin your journey to a long and successful recovery with Genesis House. Soul Sessions is an intuitive life coaching service that provides a safe place for everyone to get the guidance they are seeking. Intuitive life coach Shanti Sincere Slade uses her powerful gifts of empathy, spiritual connection, intuition, human experience and conscious listening to provide a safe place to evolve and shed light on the truth of who we all are, brilliant divine beings. Remembering ourselves as spiritual beings helps us to navigate through the human experience with more gratitude and ease. For more information or to book a free 30-minute telephonic consultation, please visit our website at www.soulsessions.com. That's www.soel for seeing ourselves evolve lovingly, sessions with an S.com. We can all use a little guidance. Richie Lombardi, The Step Guy, joins us once a month on the second Tuesday 
where we plan to get in-depth with each of the 12 steps to recovery. Come get sober with the Friends in Recovery podcast and Rich, the step guy, Lombardi. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to get this and every episode each and every week. Hey, welcome back to Friends in Recovery podcast, live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And this is a mecca. We love it here. I'm Mike Miles, and I'm also the uh, pod father. <laughs> the pod father. Yeah, Rich the pod Lombardi, father. the step guy. The step guy. And uh, Ed Chaccio, the, uh, uh, what, what would he the, be? The, oh, Ed, he, yeah, would be, uh, he would be the uh, sponsor. The sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ed's down on, he's down on the Jersey Shore. Yeah, at the dentist. Yeah, at the dentist. He's got a toothache. Um, unfortunately, uh, he couldn't be here today. But he's on vacation, and uh, he's, he's going to be with us next next week i hope he's uh using uh, sunscreen yeah well he needs it that's for yeah, sure yeah. you know he's gonna and, be uh, dark when he gets back <laughs> god bless and, uh, him jeff we don't know where jeff, jeff dropped off we don't know whether he got kidnapped over in uh um, yeah he was somewhere right oh, i'm sorry he was in alaska oh so alaska i think he might have stayed up there and do some hunting and polar uh, bears yeah well yeah, yeah jeff jeff loves the animals he really does <laughs> he's, he's, he's <laughs> so i think we have something coming up right oh. Well, welcome to the Time Takes Time portion of our show, sponsored by the Genesis House. This is where we ask our friends in recovery to email us your sober anniversaries so we can celebrate them with you. Congratulations to the following. We got Dave S. from Chelmsford, just celebrated three years. Renee, uh, Rini, I'm sorry, Rini from Chelmsford, uh, just celebrated 39 years. She's a wonderful woman. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it helps a lot of the women. Carol G, Miami, Florida, six months, congratulations. And Gary H, out of Loveland, Ohio, five years of recovery. Congratulations to everybody. Yes, absolutely. If you would like to celebrate your anniversary with us, please email us um, your first name, your last initial, your city, your state, and your anniversary date to help to, I'm sorry, to help. I've got to slow down here. I'm going a little fast. uh, To help at friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. Once again, that's help at friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. Remember, time takes time. Sponsored by the Genesis House. And listen for your name in upcoming shows. What do you think, Mike? You ready for a sincere moment? You know, Shante Sincere Uh. Slade is without a doubt a gift from uh, up above. Yes, I'm ready. And now it's time for a sincere moment with Shante Sincere Slade. Brought to you by Soul Sessions. Peace and positive energy, beautiful souls. Welcome to a sincere moment. I am Shanti Sincere Slade. So, I want to ask a question. How often do you care about what people think about you? The way you walk, the way you talk, the way you wear your hair, the way you dress, how much money you make, how intelligent you are, who you're dating, who you're not dating. You know, how often does that actually fuel the way you choose to navigate through your life well here's the thing you are seeking validation from people that are seeking validation from people that are seeking validation from people that are seeking validation I think you get my point well everybody has their insecurities and everybody has their issues and know that if somebody is judging you that it's just a projection is that they're insecure with themselves. And you can choose to put those bags down by not choosing 
to be an outlet for what it is that they're projecting. Remember, don't care what anybody else thinks about you. How you think about you is what's most important. You know, caring about something like that is like sitting in prison with the, the gates wide open. So I say to you, free yourself. Free yourself. Free. Because you're beautiful and you are divine. It's another sincere moment with Shanti Sincere Slave. Blessings. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Oh I my God! Tell you. Share yourself. Boy, it's boy. funny we're talking about step five today, that's right. right? That's right. And it's about sharing right. yourself with that's other right. people. That's but unbelievable. No coincidences. No. That we have her on the show. <laughs> it's, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's like a yeah. back rub. Yeah. We want to say hi to them once yeah, again. That's uh, right. the girls, we, we miss you. The best, the you know, best. come and visit. Yeah. I know it's hot down in Washington. Oh, Holy man. cow! If it's humid here. Um, so we're back, I guess. Uh, yeah, we're back. Do I need you need to say anything or do anything? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> I want to make sure, you know, because uh, you know you blasted me hey, without, at the, the end of the last show. <laughs> without Eddie here, it's kind of different. I know it he's is. Like the I, ringmaster. He is know? actually. He is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's and, not the uh, step guy. He's like the. Uh, what would he be? He's. Um, we got to get him a title. We'll, we'll yeah, work yeah, on that. Yeah, you he's know, the we'll sponsor. Work. Yeah, he's the, he's the sponsor. sponsor. I like that. That's good. The you know, sponsor. it's funny. I, I'm, I'm getting phone calls yeah, here from uh, my friend who was uh, supposed to be on yeah, the show. Well, he's a little late. And uh, he's a little late, unfortunately. He's late uh, in a dollar shot. But I'd like to say hi to Andy. I know he's in New Hampshire somewhere. He's probably driving around trying to figure out where we are. <laughs> so, unfortunately, I didn't hear earlier from right, him. I, right. You know what? I probably should have called him myself. Right. So, I want That's to apologize right. uh, just to remind him and... Uh, so, anyway, that's about being honest, right? That's so, right. That's right. Uh, I apologize, Andy, for not calling you earlier in the day. And uh, I know you're trying to get a hold of me now, but I'm in the middle of the show. And so, I will call you as soon as I'm done. Uh, and we want to get back. So, I was thinking about daily practice of the step five. Yep. So, like I said before, once we do this, we free ourselves. Now, the stuff is out there. And now, how may I practice being honest with myself? Accepting who I am, both good and the harm that I do, and living to my potential. Right. I want to practice this on a daily basis, right? I want to practice being honest on a daily basis. Um, and so, um, and then where am I responsible and where am I not responsible? What patterns would I rather not repeat in the future? Correct. Right? So I'm going to practice a little bit of that, right? If I see myself going to a, that back to that direction, I want to right. pull myself back. I want to practice being honest. I want to practice not lying, uh, being honest with people about my situations sure. and that type of sure. stuff. And as we know, it's not always easy, right? Because, you know, not. ego gets in the way, oh, yeah. still pride, you know. So that's why it's a constant uh, vigilance practice. How may I practice the courage to share my parts of myself that should never see the light of day? Right, so I want to continue to practice. It's an ongoing thing, and uh, we may do this multiple times over the years. You know, Absolutely. more to be revealed, as they used to say, right? Or they still say, more to be revealed. So as we go along in our recovery, uh, things are going to crop up, and uh, you know, we may have to clean house a little bit more, right? right. Clean house right. a little bit more, because right. every once in a while we gather some dust. That's right. Right, That's and right. Uh, every once in a while you got to dust the house. Absolutely. And so, same thing in recovery. We may build up some things, or some things may come back, or we may remember some things. You know, as we clear up, right. as we get clearer, you know, more is sure. going to be revealed. Sure. We may remember things that we may not have right. told that Absolutely. person. We. We created a lot of wreckage. Yeah. The wreckage of our past. Yeah. You know? It's like cleaning out an attic. You can't do it all at once. You, you know, you do it a couple hours, then you come back a couple of days later, do a little bit more, a little bit more. Before you know it, you got a nice clean attic. Exactly. You can sweep it. You can open the windows, clean everything up. That's how I look at it. Yeah, especially uh, on a day like today. Oh. Yeah, you don't want to be up there too I'd long today. I'd hire someone today. No, yeah, no, you don't want to be up right. there too that's long right. today. That's right. Um, and then um, the other thing that happened was uh, I, I, I began to trust again. 
right? Because now I've shared this stuff with another person. This other person takes this stuff, and uh, they, sure. it's gone. Sure. And now uh, I begin to learn how to trust again right. and uh, know that if I tell someone the truth, they're not going to hurt me Absolutely. or they're not going to, you know. Absolutely. I mean, you've got to be careful, obviously. We're, sure. we're in sure. society. Human beings, are, oh, yeah. we, we, yeah. we, we, we fall short. Yeah, it's very you important. Know. Very important to find the right person to confide your deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. Because, you know, some of us, we might have, uh, you know, done something that nobody would even think is bad. But there are people that I know and you know. Yeah. I knew people that were in Walpole uh, Prison in Massachusetts uh, for bank robbery for, you know, that I, that I got friendly with in AA. These, these people did some stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, where are you from? What part of Boston? I grew up in East Boston, so sake, I'm, familiar with, uh, yeah. I'm familiar with that. Right. Uh, and the other thing is, is that, um, geez, I lost my train of thought. But um, The wreckage? You know, getting rid yeah, of the wreckage. And right. then, um, you know, uh, you know, it's a constant continuance of the cleaning of the house, right, right. right? Cleaning it out, cleaning it out. And then practicing relying upon my higher power, mm -hmm. right? Relying on the program of recovery and relying on the fellowship. Right. So now I have all these tools. Mm -hmm. I have all these people, mm -hmm. right, that I can... I have someone I can go talk to. I can tell them the truth. I know it's not going to go anywhere. I don't have to worry about that. Right. Uh, and that frees you up. And then now you can do this for other people. Sure. You know, and there's nothing greater. You know, I've had people tell me their fifth steps. And uh, there's nothing greater mm -hmm. than a person when you sit down with them and they share their intimate stuff with you. Yep. It's very uh, cathartic. Yep. And it's very, like, you know, it's, it's tremendous. It's well, really you know, tremendous. I, I, and I hear what you're saying. And I think what's really important, too, is, you know, there's there's a time when we we got to stop beating ourselves. We got to mm, put that stick down that yeah. we hit ourselves with and say, look, I'm doing the best I can. But I can honestly say one of the best pieces of advice advice I got and took in early recovery when I was in Seminole Point, Sunapee, New Hampshire, November of 1986, was my my counselor, a guy named Val Valamir. He said, "Do you get on your knees and pray?" And I said, "Only when I go to church." He says, "Well, listen." I don't care what God you're praying to, but just think there's somebody better than you. A higher power will come. Mm. You know, when I had lost a son, a little boy died, I, I, my second child, I wasn't, I wasn't in tune with God. Yeah, I, was I understand. pissed off. I was yeah. upset. Yeah. I was yeah. hurt. So you know what? That first night I did it, I, I did it you know, begrudgingly. But yeah. I said, and I said, what do I pray? And he said, you, you just thank God for a day of sobriety. And next day, ask him to take control. Your will, not mine, be done. And then get up and that's it. And I started doing that, and I've been doing that for 32 years. Yeah. Is that the answer? No, there's a lot of work that goes with it. But i got to tell you, I don't forget to pray. I've never, ever jumped in bed and said, I'll do it later. I do it. And honestly, I really believe those little suggestions. Do you agree with me? Uh, I do, absolutely. I mean, prayer and meditation is very meditation, important. Right? right. And that's as we get a little further along. Now that we get this, now right. we're going to start the practice. Right. And then um, prayer and meditation uh, is going to settle us down going to relax us, going to see the truth, right? Mm -hmm. And then the more I do that, like it says here, I practice relying on my higher power. So now I see the effects. Right. I see right. I see it right. happening. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it becomes clearer right. that my higher power is in charge. Right. And like, like I had a similar experience early on in recovery. A um, uh, gentleman suggested the same thing, that I asked for the obsession to be removed. Right from my higher right, power. Right. And uh, I started doing that January 26th of 1989. Right. And I haven't stopped doing it. Right. And I've been sober since then. Right. So coming up, you know, 30 years yeah, almost, you know, right. by that's the grace right. of God right. and that's this right. and AA and right. people like yourself. I was just talking to a friend of mine today about that obsession. And I said, you know, I don't go to meetings like I used to. 
but that obsession has been gone. But if I don't go to meetings, it can creep back in yeah. in different ways. Yeah, I might not want to pick your, up a drink, yeah. but stinking thinking. Yeah, you stop your routine. Can, can create, you know, anger. You know, and, and there's a great acronym, in, 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 and there's so many of them. But mm. I love the uh, HALT. Yes. H-A-L-T. If I'm hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, I'm not myself. Mm. I can be a real asshole. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm sure and you And I know that well. Too. Yeah. <laughs> No, but, no, uh, Mike's never been an asshole no, to no, me. No, no, no. Thank I God. I appreciate it because, you know, he looks like he could be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. Yeah. But, but, but I like the acronyms, and that acronym to me was always so important because, especially hungry, I, I'd be out of my freaking tree. If I was hungry, I needed to get something to eat, and all of a sudden I'd get a call. you got to go here. There's something going on. I'd be, Jesus Christ, i got to eat, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't good, you know? So uh, I see uh, we're, uh, we're, being, uh, we're getting the signal, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting yeah. the hook? We're, we're, down, yeah, we're you, down the end. Holy so cow. Well, time flies when you're having yeah, let's fun. Ta- let's take one more, just a quick 30 seconds, and a little sure. more advice on step five. What, what's the, what's well, the meat of step I, five? I, I, as, as you know, I just apologize to my friend Andy because I didn't call him earlier yeah. and remind him yeah. that he was supposed to be yeah. here. Well, you were and, saying uh, some pretty bad things about yeah, him. Yeah, well, he just walked in the door. He just walked in the door, so I just uh, want to say hi to Andy. He's a pretty big dude. You should probably really think I, about apologizing. I apologize that I didn't get back to you. Uh, we'll have to uh, get you on to uh, one of the next shows. And uh, he has a lot to offer. He's got some sober houses sure. out in Lowell. As nice, you know, we just nice. had yep. some gentlemen here that uh, – uh, last week we had a gentleman here uh, who uh, just opened a new house. That's correct. Um, That's and correct. so all I can say is, listen, let's continue to practice. Yep. Practice, practice, practice. What do they say? Practice makes perfect. Yeah. But we yeah. don't want to be no, perfect. No. We want progress, right. progress. Not, perfection. not perfection. There you go. Progress, you go. not perfection. Boy, I'll tell you, you right? pay attention. I got to well, say. You know? it, it makes life a little easier. You're smarter than you look. Yeah, I know. I hear you. <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> that's, all <for> today. <laughs> wow. that's all for today's show. We are your friends in recovery. Broadcasting live from the beautiful, ample Studio 21. I want to thank Genesis House for sponsoring us, as they have been for the past five months. Our numbers are off the chart. Thank you, Eddie. We miss you. Yeah, Eddie, we miss you. Stay down in New Jersey. Enjoy. I hope you meet Snooky and uh, maybe have a good time tonight. <laughs> and uh, we can be reached at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. You can call us on our 800-989-6504. That's our 800 number. Yeah, call us, please. Call us. 800 800- 989-6504. If you want to call me directly, my, my cell phone is 978-833-0187. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Be sure to like us and subscribe. Come get sober with us. And uh, Rich, great job. Good to see you again, Mike. Good seeing you. See you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.